Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. <laughs> you don't have anything to say? You want to sing? You're going to sing them to me, though, right? No. No? Why not? Um, all right. Um, my dog's making fun noises. Okay, I think we're ready to record, Jim. Are we ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. I am Tom Skull, and that is Jim Cornelius Doubt, and, uh, no, Edmund. I can't do that anymore. Do you know my middle name? No, I know. I can, I can still do it because I like Cornelius. Mm-hmm. No? Not, we're not liking Cornelius right now? <laughs> Your middle name is, is Paul. Paul? Yep. It is not. Okay. But you're on the... No, you're not even really on the right track. And that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can hear my dog clip-clopping around and out in the I living room. Sure. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> hey, you quiet down down there, eh? All right. I had to get Canadian with them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, A's a little more Canadian, but it, yeah, I've... No, there's a lot of people in this state that say it too. Um, <laughs> quite down down there, eh? Come on now, don't you know? Um, <clears throat> all right, Jim, we're gonna, we're back. We're doing a show. We're back, and without a what? What's that song called? That oh, doesn't matter. Um, uh, you are uh, you're having a fun week at work, and we've already talked about that off air. So let's not even get into it, right? <laughs> Every week is a fun week. Every week is a fun week. Um, Cool. Well, then let's just uh, let's get into it. We're going to talk about our top five uh, commercial jingles, which I'm excited about. This was my wife's topic. She told us to do this topic, and I'm I'm excited about. It. I've been listening to jingles all week and uh, remembering why I like them. So it's exciting. Um, before we get into it, we got a couple comments. Jim, um, Mike wrote in. He said, "Hey, love the new episode. So many good choices." Um, and he says, "I also laughed hysterically when you said you had a farmers only account." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he says that's ironic because that can make your list of commercial jingles on the next episode. Does <laughs> do, I don't does Farmers Only have a jingle? I don't. I, I actually don't remember do. seeing the commercials. Oh, yeah, you, I think you do. Oh, okay. I don't recall the commercials, but um, I I remember seeing I've I remember seeing them. But anyway, thanks, Mike, for writing in. Um, Ryan wrote in. Oh, Ryan wrote is one a good a good friend of mine, Jim, and he listens to the show, and he wanted me to tell you. Um, he looks he he would uh. He asked me about the Star Wars movies the other day. We were texting back and forth. And I, I nerd bullied him a little bit because he said, hey, Empire Strikes Back is the second movie, right? And I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. Really? We're going to have this conversation? And so I kind of made him feel bad. And he, he, then he goes, well, I would look up the order, but but even Jim doesn't do that for your show. So I need you to tell me. And you can quote me on that. <laughs> so he thinks you don't do your research. Well, I think just last week you didn't do your research. 
I'd say for <laughs> no, you for do. Probably less, I'd say probably uh, for a solid year. I haven't done my research, and that's okay. I'm fine with it. I I don't. I honestly, we people think we put a lot of effort in this show. The secret is we don't. We we used to put a ton of effort. Right. And uh, then I had a baby, and I stopped doing anything. Right. And I, who can blame you? Who can blame you? Uh, so, cool. Well, um, that's all the comments we had. We had a few others. Um, people liked uh, Fletcher did a movie review on the first Harry Potter. So we got him in the Harry Potter movies now. And uh, people like that. We put that out last week. And um, Jim, have you, are you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah. Yeah. The, we, I uh, forgot kind of how much I do really enjoy him. So that was kind of been fun. We wa- we've watched the second one now, too. So he's kind of getting in, really getting into it. So... Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get into it, Jim. Let's just get into our top five jingles. Do you want to start this week? I can start this week. Okay, Jim. What is your number five commercial well, jingle? Uh, yes. I don't. I don't know what you chose on your list, but I chose very old commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned I had a cassette tape that was all like nineteen fifties jingles, pretty much. Right. And I. That's pretty much all I went with was was that type of uh, jingle so that's good my number five yes is a over-the-counter i guess you could say it's an over-the-counter medicine okay and uh, it's famous for the line plop plop fizz fizz oh what a relief it is (laughs) (laughs) alka-seltzer nice Good. Have you ever used Alka Seltzer? I have never used Alka Seltzer. I watch. I wa- once watched my grandfather use it, and I, I kind of like, you know, I'm good. I don't. I'm good. You know, I have never used it either. Yeah. Um, great jingle though. Yeah, it I've is. I've never used it, so apparently the jingle didn't work for me. But looking it up and reading a little bit about the marketing and stuff, um, it's marketed for relief of minor aches, pains, inflammation, fever headache, heartburn, stomach ache, indigestion, acid reflux, and a hangover. That's just too many things that it can do. It's like it's like body wash and shampoo in one bottle. Right. That's incredible. That is incredible. I never knew that. Man, I've had a lot of hangovers in my life. I should have right. been drinking Alka-Seltzer. I don't give a shit about the first 13 things I said, but that <laughs> hangover one, right. I'm going to have to try that, actually. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm. Uh, Someone tells wow. me I'm going to be packing some Alka Seltzer when we go to San Diego. As we should. Um, yeah. But their jingle was plop plop fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is! Nice. And it's. I mean, the it's been around for decades and decades. Yes. Um, it it's uh, primarily, I guess, in the 1950s is when they started advertising. Um, but I mean, they've been around for forever, and everybody knows Alka Seltzer. But like you said. It's what my grandpa used. <laughs> right. Uh, but I am I I stand by that. I will start using Al- Alka-Seltzer. I'm going to start. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Anything else on that? Not really, no. Isn't Alka-Seltzer the one um, – I didn't put this on my list. This is an honorable mention of mine. Um, but I think I read – was it Alka-Seltzer I was reading up on something? like that if you put it in Diet Coke, it like explodes. <laughs> like it shoots up all the Diet Coke. Like if put it, I think I remember it, seeing a, like a MythBusters on this. <laughs> it sounds like an urban legend. You're right. It's like the, it's like the kid who died from Pop Rocks or whatever. Yeah, and, but that one happened. That definitely happened. I knew that I, kid. He went to school yeah, with me. I knew a kid that that happened. To. You too. Yeah, it's weird. Epidemic. Yeah, weird. 
Um, <laughs> great. Yeah, nice. Nice. That's a good one. I don't, like I said, an honorable mention of mine, but uh, let me play the song here. One second. You worked too hard, you ate too much, the cheesecake made you greedy. Let your aching head and stomach hear this message from old Speedy. Alka-Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Those Speedy bubbles relieve your upset stomach and headache fast. For acid indigestion alone, Alka-Seltzer gold. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. All right, Jim, um, after some Alka-Seltzer there, um, I am not hungover anymore, but uh, I have a number five to tell you about. Are you excited? Yes. Are you? I can tell. Um, my number five, sir, is um, actually part of this song is in our opening credits or for our show. Oh, I think I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> it is Welcome to Chili's, Ch- Chili's Baby Back Ribs. Oh, God. <laughs> it's... It's a horrible song, but I love every minute of it. Um, it's uh, it's their advertising jingle that came out. I don't have actually an actual year it came out, but in in the nineties, so you know, around the, somewhere in the nineties, I remember seeing it like a night like late nineties, and um, it it features a doo-wop uh, quartet singing a cappella, and the song was written by this guy named Guy uh, Boomerito. There's a name for you, huh? Boomerito, and produced produced by Tom Faulkner, and they're out of advertising agency out of Austin, Texas, and they came up with the song, and uh, Faulkner himself sings, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, <laughs> and uh, then the um, famed uh, bass New York vocalist, New York bass vocalist, this guy named Willie McCoy, which I'm not a big uh, acapella person, but... He has since passed on, but he's the one who says Bobby Guzals, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's cool. It, it's actually just a 15 second ad that was just uh, it made you actually want to go to Chili's, even though you shouldn't go to Chili's. Um, but uh, well, that's better than TJ Fridays, anyway, don't you think? Dude, they're all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> their head uh, chef. So their head Fridays. chef is a Kenmore microwave. <laughs> Applebee's. Oh God, uh, Applebee's gross. Um. And uh, all those chains to me are exactly the same place. Basically, yep. Basically, um, uh, advertising age magazine named the song uh, uh, song first on its top ten uh, songs that most likely get stuck in your head <laughs> back in uh, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, in October twenty seventeen, just over, just almost a year ago, the jingle was revived uh, for Chili's new menu, and it, the song is now "Oh Baby Chili's is back, back or Baby Back, Baby Back." I guess they say, I have I don't really recall these commercials, the newer ones, probably because I only watch old TV, but, um, so they kind of brought it back, but, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember, I, I, I was, when I was a kid, I remember always going, Chili's Baby Bag Ribs, Barbecue Souls. Um, well, is that because of, uh, Austin Powers? Well, yeah, then the Austin Powers thing, which, when he goes, mmm, ribs. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love, uh, yeah, that's all I got on it, uh. But yeah, I guess Austin Powers kind of gave it a little more fame later on in the 2000s. But yeah, um, I, I always remember too that it starts off because the, in, the, in the commercial itself, the guys are like, uh, in, there's like all the people cooking and they're like hitting stuff to make the music, you know, like they're a cappella, So they're using it, what's around them to make the drum sounds and, the, and their voices and stuff. So let's remember that. And then it actually made it look, ribs look really good, but I don't, I don't I've never had chili's ribs have you no i've never had chili's ribs um there was an interview with this tom faulkner 
And he said he's never had Chili's Ribs also. And he came up with the song. <laughs> so I think that's kind of cool. He's like, I've had ribs before, just not Chili's Ribs. Which, when you read that on paper, it just, in my head, I was thinking, he does not like Chili's. Paid for his Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got on uh, Chili's Baby Back Ribs, Jim. Nice. <laughs> I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. I got my baby back ribs. All right, Jim. Um, okay, I got my Elka Seltzer. I got my ribs. What do you What do you got for your number four? <laughs> uh, my number four is a cereal. Oh. Also from the uh, 50s, 60s era. Okay. Uh, snap, crackle, pop, Rice Krispies. Nice. Nice. There was, there was a jingle. It wasn't just the three guys wa- yeah. talking and, you know. Oh, snap. Yeah. Ooh. It, in, fact, in fact, let me do a little uh, spoken word for you here. Please do. Love it. I say it's crackle, the crispy sound. You got to have crackle or the clock's not wound. What is it? No. Okay, geese geese cackle, feathers tickle, belts buckle, beats pickle, the crackle makes the world go round. Oh, Snap, crackle, rice krispies. That's amazing. I am just in my mind. You are standing on a stage with a single spotlight and a black turtleneck and glasses, reading that. <laughs> am I right? Just snap, just, just snapping. And there's one guy with a bassist, and thank he's you, also got a you. heater hanging from his mouth, and just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love Rice Krispies, the uh, so actual cereal. Snap. So that's good. Yeah. What else? Yeah. So it's, it's it's the three mascots are Snap, Crackle, and Pop. And uh, obviously, they're named after the sound when you pour milk over Rice Krispies. Sure. But, uh, Rice Krispies has been around since 1928, but the uh, the tagline "Snap, Crackle, Pop, Rice Krispies" started in 1966. They still sort of use that one today, and it's gone through a bunch of other um, cycles. They also use "Moms Just Know," mm-hmm. but uh, what I thought was interesting is that the the noise that they use is different for countries. Oh, really? Which I thought was weird because it's it's always the same sound, but like. In um, let's see, Swedish, for instance, is piff paff puff. Really? Okay. Or uh, <laughs> let me see. There was a better one than that. Uh, German is nisper nasper nusper. Of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Right. So uh, and then you get rice krispie treats, which yes. are always fantastic. They are fantastic. All right, Jim. Uh, anything else on uh, rice krispies? I I am I am almost stuffed. <laughs> God, Lord, you're gonna need you're gonna have to lay down. You're gonna need some milk, seltzer. Snap, what a happy sound! Snap is the happiest sound I've found. You may clap, rap. Cereal's poppin' Snap, crackle, 
Rice Krispies. I can crackle at the Pop Crisp sound. I've got a half crackle at the Pop Pop round. Can't stop a Pop and Nickel Cereal Pop and Snap and Pop makes the world go round. Kellogg's best to you. All right, Jim, my, uh, what are we on, four? Uh, my number four is also from the 90s, like Baby Back Ribs, and it is Mentos the Freshmaker. Of course. Yes. Have you ever had a Mentos, Jim? Oh, yeah. I don't think I actually have ever had one. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't think I have. I've, I was an Altoids person, you know? Is that Altoids ma- are better, for sure. They're better? Okay, well, good. Um... Yeah, I've never had a Mentos, and but yeah, honestly, because the commercials, you know, this, I I love the jingle, because well, I don't love the jingle. It's just one of those jingles I just remember, and it's just like, it, but the commercials are so campy and so dumb, <laughs> you know. But I loved them. It's like, hey, this bad thing's happened to me. It's okay. I'll pop a Mentos and I'm fine, and uh, that's basically what the commercials were. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, Mentos is a is a breath mint, I guess it would be, and um, and uh. The, but the, the popularity and why we're talking about it is, of course, the, their ad campaign, mostly through the U.S. and Canada. And it's their campy TV commercials and their catchy jingles. And they, that debuted in 1991. And uh, all of them, Jim, just so you know, all of the commercials were shot in South Africa. There's some info for oh. you. Yeah, interesting, huh? Um, and uh, But each commercial was had individuals facing day-to-day dilemmas. <laughs> And uh, but then they, when something happens, they consume a Mentos and are inspired to solve their problems at hand, in a creative, often humorous fashion. Um, Jim, it's spot on. Yeah, one of the ones I remember a lot is the guy who sits down on a bench that was recently painted, and like, you know, like oh, he's got white stripes on his suit because he's like gonna go to a job interview, so he's like, I'll pop a Mentos and then I'll just roll around and make this a pinstripe suit. And and then at the end, it's just it shows the painter going, you know, giving him a tip of the hat, like, "Hey, cool, good on you." Um, yeah. That one, and I always remember one: the the guy like gets stuck in traffic, like they're trying to cross the street, and a car like blocks his way, so he goes through the guy's back seat. Yeah. And um, if that, you know, anyone ever did that to me, I might flip out. <laughs> like, isn't that? Didn't they recreate that one in the in the Foo Fighters video? Yes. So I think Dave Grohl climbed through someone's back. Seat. Yes, he did. And of course, the the video made it kind of they parried it it uh it was for the song big me by foo fighters and um god that was a great video um they they they're spot on on the com- on the parody of the commercials um but yeah it's mentos the fresh maker and uh that's all i really got on it they have they've had a lot of commercials i was looking them up and it's like it's the same jingle every time but it's just these all these different different little situations is there any that stick out do you remember I remember something about a girl getting her car boxed in parallel parking and she had some construction workers come and like pick up her yeah. bug or something and pick it up and just move it. Yeah. I, I that one I remember uh, a lot. That's a good one. I remember one uh, lady breaking her heel and, oh, yeah. and then getting frustrated. So breaking the other heel. But what was weird about that one, the guy like sitting at like the little bistro set, like they're at an outdoor cafe, like was just like, astounded like this woman wow a woman can think on her feet 
<laughs> you know, it was like he had this look about it. Like it was just like, dude, this would not play today. <laughs> you know, it was just really bad. I, I recently watched it because I'm like, oh, this is not this is not good. Um, but yeah, they're all they're all pretty funny and Mentos the fresh maker. I should try a f- my first Mentos here come soon. Don't you think? <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> I will. <laughs> Mentos, the fresh maker. All right, Jim. Uh, had my first Mentos. It does uh, minty fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You smell fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what's your number three? Uh, I went with Coca Cola. Ooh, Coca Cola. This is honorable Coca-Cola. mention of mine. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be I'd Like to Buy the World of Coke from yes. 1971. Nice. Cost uh, at the time the most expensive commercial to make at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Really, it costs that much to make? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It doesn't and, seem like it has a lot to do in the commercial. <laughs> you know, like, uh, they're like paying a lot of people. I, I imagine a ton of people in the commercial. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, according to AMC, I don't want to ruin this for anybody who hasn't finished Mad Men, but the show ends <laughs> with him writing the song. Like he finds inspiration and and comes up with the creative for this this song. Right. In real life, uh, Don Draper didn't write that song. So, <laughs> Do you know there's no Don Draper, right? Don't. I'm sorry. Of I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's the real guy who wrote his name, Bill Backer, and he unfortunately passed away at the age of 89 in 2016. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the commercial they sing from a hilltop in um italy and obviously it's i'd like to buy the world of coke and there's a bunch of different people and demographics and it's just the world uniting and it's beautiful and harmony and this uh soda tends to unite the entire world the soda that can uh clean corrosion off a battery Mm -hmm. just united the entire world (laughs) well it's a universal product jim It, it is yeah you also clean your penny if you need it to. Right. <laughs> it's horrible. Have you ever done that? No, no, I've never actually used Coke to clean anything. Oh, um, my gosh. And I know you can, but yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this guy Backer, he was the creative director for um, the ad agency. It was McCann Erickson who represented Coca-Cola. Okay. And he came up with it. He was grounded in Ireland. Um, and he'd been en route to London okay. to meet the accounts music director. And um, just, I guess, watching people, he kind of uh, came up with a radio jingle. So that right. was written pretty pretty straightforward. Nice. I, I liked it. I remember this commercial. It aired for a long time. And, um, yeah. you know, this a lot of people, when they think Coke, they think uh, – have, you know, have a Coke and a smile with me and Joe Green from the Pittsburgh Steelers and oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, but the song, have, you know, by the world of Coke, that's great. Did they, did they come out with it again? Like is, have they re-released, like, I feel like this, I feel they did like something they, recently. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did. Yeah. That's good. Well, you said they filmed it in Italy. Yes. Well, there's uh, your budget. There's your budget buster right there. 
playing all those actors in Italy. Right, right. Uh, this is a good one. I uh, I enjoy it. Have a coke, have a coke and a smile, and I'll buy you one. Um, that's I, I just blended two together. I'm sorry. I, that's wrong. That's wrong. Um, anything else on it besides you can use it to uh, marinate your steak and clean oh, your clean the good. grime off your tub and <laughs> and consume it. Uh, I'm good. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I like to teach the world to sing, sing with me. All right, uh, my number three, <laughs> three, right? Uh, yeah, okay, my number three, Jim. Um, this was from, it came out in the 80s. I remember late 80s, early 90s. It's a toy commercial. And it is um, a very a toy that I never wanted. I find this toy extremely creepy. But it is the My Buddy doll. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the My Buddy my buddy, yeah, that song. Um, that if, for those who don't know, my buddy was a was a doll for boys, which was uh, not a lot of dolls. Uh, kids didn't have a lot of boys didn't have dolls then, but it was like a his little his friend, I guess. It was, it was a little buddy. It's made by Play School. Came out in '85, um, and uh, they did later on when Hasbro had it later on the product. They came out with Kid Sister. Um, for girls, um, and uh, and that uh, I I read here, and I think I don't think this is true. They actually came out with a strange uncle too, and I think that's wrong. Um, that's a little creepy, <laughs> but um, uh, my buddy is actually one of the several dolls said to be the inspiration for Chucky in the movie okay, Child's yeah. Play. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's why I don't. I didn't ever wanted to go anywhere near one of uh, someone who. I don't know if I had, knew any kids who had a my buddy. Did you? No, no, I definitely didn't. Yeah, um, the dolls were released were released by Play School, like I said, um, and they had like a little background on the dolls. They had like removable clothing and all this stuff, and then as li- they went later on, they added stuff. It's almost like a uh, what's that Build a Bear now, where you get different clothes for your mm-hmm. builder. It's what, basically what it is. Um, but the song is pretty simple. It's my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he goes. My buddy, my buddy. I'll teach him everything that I know. My buddy and me like to climb up a tree. My buddy and me were the best friends that could be. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me. It's beautiful. I I don't know how I cannot think of you when I read those words. <laughs> um, and it's been parodied, of course, in many things in popular culture. Um and uh, and stuff like that, but I I love my I I I never wanted the the, the toy, but the commercial would come on and you're just like it'd be stuck in my head all day long, and it's a it's a fun little tune. It I like it I like it. 
Um, did you remember, is this one on honorable mention? Did you even think of this one, Jim? I did not think of it, but it's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, let's, uh, let's play it. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go. buddy from play school all right jim you got your uh, buddy doll there no that creeps me out yeah that's creepy um anyway uh what's what's your number two <laughs> um you know it's it's a candy okay and i've probably had it but it wasn't anywhere near my favorite candy it's uh good and plenty oh yes <laughs> yeah i didn't even think of this one okay uh, this, this was my number one it got bumped okay uh I even, like, when I was, you remember, well, we still wear, like, graphic t-shirts and stuff, but I would go to, like, Kohl's, and they had all these, like, graphic tees, oh, yeah. and I had one that had Choo Choo Charlie on the front, and it said, oh. uh, Choo Choo Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Nice. Nice. I love, I don't know, I just love, I love the character, I love the song, it's, uh, yeah, good and plenty, and the main mascot is Choo Choo Charlie. Right. He's an engineer, and, uh somehow for some reason he's the mascot of good and plenty why and not song, yeah <laughs> the song is once upon a time there was an engineer choo choo charlie was his name we hear he had an engine and it sure was fun he used good and plenty candy to make it run and then choo choo charlie says love my good and plenty oh, can't beat it can't beat and it you can't beat it but I don't. I didn't really like Good and Plenty because it's based. It's basically uh, black licorice with a candy coating, and I yeah. hate black licorice. It's basically mud. Um, <laughs> I no. I'm not a big good. I don't like licorice, especially black licorice. I do not like Good and Plenty's, but I do remember the song. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Yeah, it's basically dirt. It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but this uh, Choo Choo Charlie came around in uh, 1950. Okay. So it's been around for a very long time. Yeah, it sounds... do they still sell? They have to still sell it, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. If you ever got one for like Halloween, it you know when you're trick or treating, it you'd be like, "This is good and terrible," and you throw it right back. At yeah, the right. Person. Oh, Just they're terrible. Along, along with a popcorn ball, you just throw it right back. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. What else you got? Anything? No, that's all I got. Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo Choo Charlie was his name. We hear he had an engine. All right, Jim. Um, good and terrible. No, good and plenty. I like. I like it. I hate the candy. Love this. Love the song. Um, <laughs> what's my, my number two here? Um, this one. I I'd be surprised if it's on your list, but maybe not because you might not like the song. But I know you you have a, a, a relationship with the product. <laughs> it's a food. <laughs> um, it's a brand of food, and it is Oscar Mayer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Is this your number one? Yeah, it's my number oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. But no, you, you grew up, your father worked for Oscar Mayer, correct? He did, yeah. Well, do you, you have a lot of information on this. Why don't you go ahead? 
I really don't. It's your pick. So oh, okay. Well, I have some information. Anyway, Oscar Mayer had several advertisements on TV involving young children, um, including the Oscar. Ma- I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener, and that's the one song that I like. The other one that my wife really likes is the um, My Baloney Has a First Name, O-S-C-A-R. Yeah. Is that the one you would pick, or would you go with I, would, I Wish I Was an Oscar would, Mayer wiener? I Wish I Was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Okay, yeah, that's what I went with, too. Um, that song in particular um, was uh, written by Richard D. Uh, Trent Log, Trent Leg, I guess you'd say. I don't know how to say his name. I, I, I'm sorry. He has passed on. He died in 2016. Um, but anyway, he he uh, he wrote jingles. Um, he was an American jingle writer, but he wrote songs for like McDonald's and the Naf- National Safety Council and V8. But is is most known and most long running jingle is Oscar Mayer Wiener. And in 1962, he actually he learned that Oscar Mayer was holding a jingle contest for its hot dogs. And with the deadline the next day, after he found out they're doing this, he wrote the song, which I will read for you now. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I'd truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for that recording, though, when he wrote those words, he, Trent, uh, Trent Log uh, played the, the banjo and uk- banjo and ukulele, <laughs> or the banjo ukulele, I'm sorry, uh, while his son and daughter sang the words and his wife played the stand-up bass. Very musical family. Um, his daughter, Linda, at the time, had a stuffy nose during the recording. And, my, and, and, uh, and Oscar uh, Meyer thought, ah, mother, mothers would not identify with children with stuffy noses. Really? That's mm-hmm. all kids are walking colds. Um, but so he we submitted it, and it wasn't until a year later that his submission was selected by Oscar Mayer, and they sent, um, they sent him and his children to a Chicago recording studio with Linda, his daughter, to record, who was suffering again from a stuffy nose. And that was what they recorded, that first song, and you can hear her stuffy nose in it. Um, they test you know, People loved it, and it actually was their advertising jingle from 1963 to 2010, and the company later credited it with the success of the product's nationwide distribution. They think the song is what sold all their stuff. In a 2008 interview, um, Trent Log actually uh, said he was still receiving royalties from Oscar Mayer all those years later, from 1962 to 2008, and um, and he said it helped him put all his kids through college. And then... Um, of course, the the other one people talked about is that the O S C A R. Mike Baloney has a first name, uh, yeah. which is a which is which is a great one. Um, so, but yeah, that's what else you got on Jim. I know this is uh, this is near and dear to your heart because this is how your dad put food on the table. That is true. Most of it was uh, bologna hot dogs and lunchables. Oh, nice! It's um, good stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got wiener whistles, and I have my picture taken with Oscar Mayer himself at, wow. at a wiener mobile at some point in my life. I was probably about four. Nice. Your mother um, still has that picture, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. yeah, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, all the information that you said is all the information I had. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, it's a great song. It's a great song. I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. Oh, you are. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Class attention. Forward march. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, 
firing. Oh, I'm glad I'm not an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I never want to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, there would soon be nothing left of me. Oh, I love to be an Oscar, Oscar Mayer wieners are all meat, all good meat. Rich and complete meat protein. Mildly seasoned to bring out all the good meat flavor. Everyone would be in love with me. Next week, you handle just the refreshments, Freddie. All right, Jim, before we get to our number one, watch, we, we already said you're, you're number one, didn't we? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was Oscar Meyer. Oh, yeah. All right. So before I get to my number one, I guess, we, we have some honorable mentions. Um, Jim, what do, we, what do you got? Um, bagel bites. Oh, pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. How did I forget this one, Jim? That's oh. a great one. Oh, my God. I love uh, that song. That's a great one. Mentos, which you said. Yeah. Plato had a good jingle. Mm-hmm. Um, and a very historic racist racist <laughs> jingle was the was Fritos and the Frito Bandito. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, that is racist. Yeah, it really is racist. Yeah, you won't be finding that on you. You might find it on YouTube, I guess. But, yeah, that's how I found it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> good jingle, though. Yeah, good jingle. Um, good. Um, I had uh, Folgers. Um, that's a good one. State Farm. Uh, Meow Mix, which is so stupid, but it would get stuck in my head. Uh, $5 Footlong from Subway was a good, good one. one. Um, Band-Aid. I'm stuck on band-aids, get band-aids stuck on me. Uh, Dr. Pepper, Kit Kat, um, and uh, Juicy Fruit. Do you remember the Juicy Fruit song? I would if I heard it. Okay, I'm not going to say it because I want people to, I want you including, everyone to go out there and just type it in on YouTube and listen to the words of that song. And uh, to, uh, I'd like people to write in and tell me what, the th- what they think. It's, uh, it's odd. It's an odd one. And Jim, you and I will talk about it off, off air here. Um, uh, Zest Fully Clean. Love Zest. Um, and uh, Stanley Steamer. Remember Stanley Steamer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are some of the, some of the ones I had. Um, and then there was a local one here. I wanted to mention a local one. And I'll, maybe I'll play it at the end. I don't know if I'll play it or not. But there's a, company, a, a, a body shop here in Duluth called Arrowhead Auto Body. And they, I say 20 years ago at least, came up with the greatest jingle. I just didn't mention it on this podcast as my top five because it's so local. Um, but it's one of the best <laughs> the best jingles ever. And it was actually created in the radio station I worked at, or later on worked at. It was because it was created when I was, like, in middle school, but um, which is kind of cool. And, um, yeah, and so I, that's a cool one. Uh, but my number one, Jim, are you ready? Yes. Because Harry said you're number one. I stole your thunder, Oscar Mayer. And uh, my number one of all time is I'm a Toys R Us kid. Oh, damn it. That's a great one. <laughs> you, you forgot about it? I completely forgot. Oh, that's okay. It. That's okay. You know, but the world forgot about Toys R Us, and now that's why we don't have any more Toys R Us. So mm-hmm. thank you, mm-hmm. world. That's what happened to Twinkies. Yep. Um, Toys R Us Kid remains one of the most iconic and lasting jingles in the retail history. And it, even now that they're all closed or they're closing, it's still going to live on forever because I absolutely love it. Um, kids in the 80s and 90s grew up singing it. Um, and it's um, of course, it starts off with, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Um, it actually dates back to 1982, uh, the year of Jim and Tom. 
Um, <laughs> when best-selling novelist James Patterson, yes, that James Patterson, no. yes, co-created it with Linda Kaplan Thaler. Uh, the two were co-workers at the J. Walter Thompson Advertising Agency. Um, I don't know where that is. Um, but Thaler, uh, Linda Thaler, was a junior copywriter, while Patterson, who started there as a junior copywriter, um, had, and he eventually worked his way up to creative director, he was only oh. 34 years old, and he helped create the jingle. Um, she's actually credited, I think, as the author, and he's a like, co-creator. Um, and... Uh, uh, she she said to herself, Thaler said, I don't know if this is even good enough when she w- gave it, gave the sample to her boss. And her boss said, well, I can't stop singing it, so let's go with it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they that's – and then Sunday was there, and she said – they thought this was just a one-time thing for this 1982 campaign. And um, they never thought it would last so long all the way up until the end of Toys R Us. And um, – it didn't actually take her long to realize they had a, her and Patterson had a hit on their hands. Uh, they came up with something special because shortly after the campaign launched, she uh, was walking in, down the street in, in the town where she lived, and she heard a four-year-old boy running down the street singing the jingle. And its mother mm-hmm. said to him, if you don't stop singing the song, we are never going to make it to school. And she thought that was pretty cool. And um, mm-hmm. Thaler herself went on to create... Uh, Jingles for like Kodak and North, former Northwest Airlines, which is now Delta. Um, they bought and then, um, but now she runs her own ad agency. And Patterson, uh, he did all right for himself. <laughs> he is one of, is uh, he has a net worth of over seven hundred million, and he's one of the best <laughs> crime uh, novelists out there. Um, I just find that interesting that it was James Patterson, the crime novelist, that helped create "I'm a Toys R Us Kid." I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea until I started research. I'm like, no way. That's just crazy. Um, so it goes to show. And he was, uh, he's now 70. And uh, his, he, he actually had a cool thing in here I wanted to mention. It has nothing to do with the song. But he wrote in here that he said his first book got turned down by 31 publishers until someone finally gave him a chance. And now look at him now. Like I said, he's worth $700 million. So, um, And he started off writing jingles. So there you go. But I'm a Toys R Us kid. Are you a Toys R Us kid, Jim? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. That's amazing. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I got a million toys and Toys R Us that I can play with. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. They got the best for so much less. So really click your lips. From bikes to trains to video games. It's the greatest toy store there is. Be with. I don't want to grow up. Maybe if I did, I couldn't be a Toys R Us kid. All right, Jim. This might be our shir- shortest show ever <laughs> i'm excited about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope the people i hope uh, the people are fine with it too um but this is fun i love these jingles man they're fun i want that i want to find out that tape you have and i want to i want to buy it hope, do they still have it on a cd maybe uh probably somewhere yeah i, I definitely don't have it with me i, I checked so it's okay. definitely still my parents house um nice trying to remember the name of it i'll try to find it right. it's got to be on tv somewhere all right cool man well in the in the meantime after uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off again or you know whenever we'll be back soon but when we come back jim what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about our favorite fair foods oh going back to food this is dangerous this is dangerous. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. You recently went, and we'll tell this story again probably a little bit more depth, but you recently went to the fair in Cleveland area, in the Cleveland area, correct? 
Yes, the Cuyahoga County Fair. Cuyahoga County Fair. And then the Minnesota State Fair is actually going on right now as we are recording this. And it will be over by the time I think we do our next episode. So I can't, like, rush to down to <laughs> Minneapolis to get one. <laughs> um, but um, fair food is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Oh. It's the worst thing in the world for you. And I love every minute of it. <laughs> it's great. So I'm excited to talk about it. It's going to be hard to pick. I know what my number one is. It, 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 I think I might know what it is because you sent me a picture of something that looked phenomenal. <laughs> so, it was a revelation. It changed my life. Oh, it, it, I bet it did. I bet it changed my life, and I just saw a picture. So, <laughs> oh man. Well, good. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. For uh, we we carved out some time to do the show. Um, I've had a crazy week. You know, you have. You had family in town, and um, it's just been uh, it's been crazy. It's, I'm ready for school to start. I'll tell you that. Uh, for my son, uh, it's time for oh, him to go back too. to school. Yeah, I am ready for school to start for my son too. Great, <laughs> couple years. He's got, a, he's got about four years, but I am beyond ready. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. I never understood why people, um, in the you know, I see people they like, complain like, "Oh, I can't wait till school gets back and the kids go back to school." I'm like, "Really? I'm having a great time." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I get it now. I get it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, where can everyone find us and hear us and listen to our old shows and stuff like that? Uh, social medias, mm-hmm. um, Tom and Jim's top five hot at uh, hotmail. Hot yeah, at hotmail at AOL. Uh, yep. Check our check our uh, GeoCities page. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh uh, my god! Do you, I bet you still have a CD somewhere that gets you seventy five free hours on AOL. I almost guarantee you, I still got like a a GeoCities. <laughs> html page out there someplace <laughs> now i can't run for office because that's out there <laughs> yeah right that's why yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, what else are we on we're on spotify and instagrams all and that stuff all that stuff jim i'm going to task you with posting something to our instagram page within the next couple weeks just one thing uh-huh okay just one i just want to just a test <laughs> Because I want to see okay. if people actually like it and see if it's worth okay. even having an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> all right, man, this has been a blast. You really, uh, you know, you get you you make me laugh, and I, I had a, a kind of a up and down week, and so this was great. I really appreciate uh, the show we do. You and I, it's fun. So you're a sweetheart. Oh, you you are something. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna uh, hang up the phone now. I'm gonna walk around the block and call you back in five minutes. Can we just can we just fall asleep together on the phone? Just oh, have, I, God, I want to so bad. <laughs> we can my... just talk about talk about clothes until yeah. we fall asleep and just breathe in the phone. No, you're we... cute. No, you're cute. Uh, no, you're my cute. They're gonna be so mad at the long distance bill. I know, I know. And then you know, and then I'll wake up to the phone just beep, beep, beep. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, yeah, I'll call you back in five minutes and we'll do that. Okay, I'll put on my jams. Jammy jams, all right. One, two, one, two, four. Give me a break, give me a break. Break me off a piece of that chip jack bar. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that chip jack bar. That chocolate crispy taste's gonna make your day. And wherever you go, you hear the people say. Give me a break, give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. Break me off a piece of that. Break me off a piece of that chip Skip it, skip it, do run, do jump, do hop, hop. Skip it, skip it.
the very best thing of all. There's a counter on this ball, so try to beat your very best score. See if you can jump a whole lot more. Skip it, skip it. Come on, everybody, skip it. Roaring good fun from Tiger Toys. Double your pleasure, double your fun. That's the statement of the great man. And double men come. Double your sentiments, your merriment. Double your moment of fun. Double your delightment with the right man. For refreshment, it's the only one. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Stay close a little longer.